because really the only thing you can update is how the bullying occurs like we saw with um the 2012 carry that ended up being a flop dude i i don't think i've seen that one actually oh it was my biggest (laughs) disappointment because um kimberly pierce who did boys don't cry with hillary swank it was her second movie even though boys don't cry was such a huge hit in the indie market and won a few awards i think um this was her second movie and her original script was like pretty deep and a deep exploration of womanhood and sexuality which Carrie is it's just not that deep because it's written by a man yeah um no offense Mm -hmm. to Stevie King yeah he doesn't understand because he just never will because he's just a man yeah (laughs) but I do wonder uh it does make me wonder it was his first novel so if he wrote Carrie today Mm -hmm. yeah what would that look like with his many more years of experience and many many more books (laughs) yeah but regardless, um, <clears throat> I mean, he didn't yeah. even want to publish Carrie because he didn't know anything about teenage girls. It was his wife who was like, no, this is good. You should go for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I know about the that very, very lucky break for her taking it out of the trash can or whatever. Yeah, but then the story goes. But the 2012 Carrie remake, um, I was very hopeful of because it was Kimberly Pierce doing the script and directing. But then, as always, the studio gets involved and, you know, fuck that yeah yeah <laughs> definitely uh anyway uh welcome back to real horror show i'm your host samantha joined as always by the stormy skies hello listeners i'm very tired i took a two-hour nap before recording because i didn't sleep well last night so yeah no problem and also it's warm and not very cold Stayless savings time changes tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It gets dark at four o'clock. So everyone is just all fucked up on top. It'll of be our last one though. Sequel. Yeah, yeah. Our last what? Our last daylight savings. Oh, really? Once we spring forward uh in the spring, uh it's done. We're never doing it again. Oh, did they officially like eliminate it? Yeah. Oh, you'll have to send me that article. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, it is warm. It's 68 today. Dude, it's 70 like two here. <laughs> We're in the it's mountains. Like absurd. Uh, I, th- I thought it was warm when I stepped outside today. I haven't gone outside today. You're not crazy. It's just warm. It's warm and tomorrow's gonna be warm. So just I mean it's night if you like I mean it's nice, but um it's it's unseasonably warm. Um but that's all right. It's whatever. It's, it's whatever. fine. It's just global warming. Nothing to it's, worry about. It's just our lives. It's just. But anyway. <laughs> um, speaking of. Um, speaking of. Lives. Global warming. And li- <laughs> speaking of just our lives and having to live them. Um, today we're t- finally talking about Prey. Uh, the yes. latest installment of the Predator franchise. Prey is a 2022 American science fiction action film based on the Predator franchise. It is the fifth, fifth installment and is a prequel to the first four films being set in the northern Great Plains in North America in 1719. The film is directed by Dan Trackingbird, uh, written by Patrick Azen, and it stars Amber Midthunder, Dakota Beavers, Dane Deligro, uh, Michelle Thrush, Stormy Kip, Julian Black Antelope, and Benton Taylor. The story revolves around Nairu, a skilled Comanche warrior who is th- striving to prove herself as a hunter. She finds herself having to protect her people from a vicious 
humanoid alien that hunts humans for sport, as well as from French fur traders who are destroying the buffalo and relying on uh, they rely on for survival. Yes. All right. Based on pre-episode discussion, we're going to have uh, some disagreeing opinions. <laughs> well, yeah, probably mostly agreeing, but I didn't like think most like most of it was we'll have to get into it but um it was very cool it was a nice movie but um there's some like uh I think like roadblocks that came up for me that didn't cause me to like love it extremely like as much as I love other predator stuff so I mm-hmm. thought it was just okay we'll we'll get into all of that and why I think that okay um, so I guess we can start breaking it down into acting. This is the yeah. first movie to have a full Comanche dub. I didn't watch the dub, but it does exist for those who are interested. And uh, the film itself is shot with um, both the use of English and Comanche in certain portions of the movie. Like it's sprinkled yeah. in throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, and then plus the French when the French fur traders are talking, which I thought it was great that they never spoke the same language. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> if you had, because the implication if the French started speaking English, the implication would be they were speaking Comanche, which was just not. That's, <laughs> that's a little, yeah, one of those little things. And I was like, hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely. Excuse um, me, I'm drinking tea to wake up. Yeah. Um, So our main character is Naru, who is an older teen, young adult, possibly, who wants to become a hunter in her uh, tribe. But um, due to the Comanche gender roles, she's kind of pushed off where the rest of the women are pushed off to, which is more uh, caregiving roles, Mm -hmm. like um, preparing the food healing um like going out and finding food in like the morning and stuff yeah hunting and uh not hunting gathering more gathering. than the, yeah. uh hunting which is more dangerous so it's uh it's up to the men yeah. um and so naturally <laughs> she wants to rebel against her gender roles yeah. which is fine that's typical and um she's played by amber mind mid thunder I keep seeing that and wanting to say mind hunter. So if I <laughs> slip up, I'm sorry. Um, okay. Mid thunder. And I thought she was pretty good. Um, yeah. This is more so how the dialogue is written rather than her acting. I felt like language wise, it did sound a little modern when she spoke. Oh, I, I thought that too so much. <laughs> and it could be that she just doesn't have the accent a lot of Native Americans have. Uh, yeah, I noticed a which couple I don't, of them didn't have that. Yeah, that's okay though. Which I don't know what that accent is called, but if you if you know Native Americans, if you're friends with them, a lot of them have a very distinct way of a speech pattern. Yeah, um, maybe like a little, like John John Redcorn in King of the Hill. Um uh, oh, that kind of accent. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. So she just kind of sounded a little um not valley girl but modern just girl. very american very american very american but that was fine i thought other than that she was really good i don't know yes yeah, what she could have done differently but maybe had the dialogue been written a little different a little I bit more have... traditional maybe because it was the 1700s so a lot of the terms they were using probably weren't like 
mm-hmm. there, you know, or being said, um, or like even phrases or, or stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's okay because that, that's not her fault. I did think she was really excellent. She was such a badass. Watching yeah. her was fabulous. She, mm-hmm. she was just fantastic. And then the other super prominent character is her brother, her older brother, who, you know, they poke fun at each other. But I think if it weren't for him, she wouldn't have the passion to become a hunter. Mm-hmm. So um, I really liked him. I thought he was very good. Me um, too. Yeah. Naturally, he had to die, but it's fine because yeah. her dog lived. Oh, my God. I was really worried about that the whole time. Thank goodness was, that the dog did live. I was like, yes. I was like, you can't kill the dog and her brother. That would just be That would real. be a lot. That would be a lot for her. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot for her, a lot for the audience, too. And then some comments on the decisions they made with casting yeah. the person who was Predator. Uh, for this, the director wanted someone... So in the original Predator, and I, I think this is a good choice because in the original Predator, they were going, he was going up against military men, Arnold Schwarzenegger, very bulking men. So you want your alien to also be super bulky and intimidating like that. <laughs> yeah. But for this, they cast, I think he's a former basketball player. They wanted someone who was taller with more um, direct quote, feline like movement which looked good (laughs) yeah which i totally get and i totally respect because in this predator is going up against um more stealthy warriors rather than american soldiers yes definitely Um, huge difference there i think you want your alien monster to kind of parallel the movements and behaviors of the human characters you want to root for in a way yes definitely because complement each other right because if they had an enormous predator then like nobody would stand a chance so they had Mm -hmm. a predator that was like almost like they're kind of equal in like you know their physicality yeah in a way yeah this is definitely more of a production note but we definitely need to talk about how based on this prequel the predator Mm -hmm. technology hasn't advanced in 200 years There's one advancement that I will discuss with you. Okay. Just one. Because I was thinking that the whole time. Like, well, the mask. The mask he wears in this one is bone. Oh, yeah, two. Two. Um, <laughs> but I was like, oh, so, yeah, let's see. Lasers. He's still he's still using that 200 years later. Um, the um, heat seeking. He's still using that 200 years later. <laughs> the same arm button thing to do, yeah. like, a little bomb. <laughs> so it would have been... Like, he's supposed to be in an advanced alien race regardless, but it would have been nice if they kind of um, dumbed down the technology he's using a bit. Yeah. Or maybe, like, taken one away. Yeah. He didn't didn't make it yet or something. Yeah, like, the heat-seeking maybe do something different with that. I don't know. Yeah, because I thought the heat-seeking was from his newer helmet, but this helmet was just, like, it looked like, what, like like a skull head or something. Yeah. So more primal. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense that the heat seeking wasn't there yet. And he just saw like mm-hmm. what in black and white, like a, an animal or something. I don't know. Ooh, that would have been neat. You know what like, I mean? Um, did yeah. you ever see Daredevil with Ben Affleck? Yeah. Or I did. even I guess the Charlie Cox one. <laughs> um, I, the Ben Affleck one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe um like how Ben Affleck sees in that movie. Yes. Uh, yes similar yes. to that. Right. Yeah. Something to show, you know, 
it's different that, from how we're seeing yeah. him and how he's seeing you yeah know, a more brain. still yeah. more advanced than the native americans he's going up against but but also, less advanced than what we saw in the yeah. first movie yes and also like very more like uh, yeah less human and maybe more animalistic too so mm-hmm. we don't know mm-hmm. we still don't know what he is just call him the predator we're not sure he's an alien yeah and i was i was thinking about that too um yeah. i've really only seen the first predator i i actually forgot that there was another predator that came out in 2018 uh what was that like predator it was called two? the predator the last one i remembered <laughs> was um Predator. was predators in 2010 <laughs> oh yeah yeah i've seen only avp um <laughs> alien versus predator but it goes into a lot of um predators like uh just like background and stuff it's really cool yeah so i i would like to see <laughs> what the culture on the predator planet is like because that could also draw a lot of parallels to the tribal culture um to the comanches um it based on my wikipedia research the director is interested in doing a prequel to this um prey 1718 but i don't really know how you can make that super different from this one right yeah prequel to this prequel um but yeah, what the hey? I think that would be a really interesting angle is um to kind of compare the two. Yeah. Um, because the big plot with getting into plot, the big storyline with um Naru is hunting what hunts you and bringing back what you killed to get this high honor. Yes. And yeah. The predator always takes the head of the thing it's hunting to like show prove it killed it. So I feel like maybe on their planet, they have a similar rite of passage. And if Mm -hmm. we do do a prequel, I would like to see the culture of the predator planet explored. Like maybe we did that in the predator. I know not the predator in predators, (laughs) predator three. I think it takes place on that planet, but I still don't think we delve too deep into that lore yeah exactly and um it would be really cool to delve into that because all the predator monsters allegedly look the same um give or take like their physicality but in avp it showcases like how early the predator did arrive on earth and it's like of course it's a movie but it's like ancient mesopotamia times when they they were like present and ufos were there and there are predator monsters everywhere and stuff like that so it would make sense that they were there even before this Ooh, mm -hmm. what i mean it goes wait because and that's also like a thing about like alien like lore almost is that like we see these you know ancient paintings and depictions of ufos like unidentified flying objects we don't know if it's aliens but we don't know what it is so we like to apply that to it's an alien (laughs) so it makes sense for predator because he's an Mm -hmm. alien yeah i agree um yeah all right what else yeah so uh getting into story um it starts with naru hunting and she sees the predator spacecraft she sees this particular predator 
landing on Earth, and she thought thinks it's a thunderbird, and it's her sign that she is now being called upon to prove herself. Um, so their hunters, one of their when she gets back to the village, they find out one of her hunters, one of the village hunters was taken by a mountain lion. Um, she joins mm-hmm. them because. She's good at tracking and she's actually a healer as well because being a woman, she's been trained in the way of healing. So her brother tells them she's coming with him in in case he's still alive when they find him. Right. And when they find him, he's still alive for some reason. And she's very suspicious of that because why would the mountain lion not kill him? What scared it off? Right. And at some point they all get separated and... Um, this is kind of her first encounter with the predator. She sees it in the distance um, and something falls and strikes her head mm-hmm. and she wakes up in the village because she was carried. She got carried back. Um, her brother returns to the village carrying the head of the mountain lion proving, hey, it was just a mountain lion. Ha ha. You thought it was something else. But she's still not convinced. Um, let's see. She, yeah. So the next day she goes out trying to find what it could have been. And she finds a grizzly bear, which attacks her. They try to flee and she's hiding from it. And that's when she sees the predator in his full glory for the first time. We as the audience kind of saw him, but not fully. Just like in any traditional predator movie, we don't really see him until midway through. Yeah, I also want to talk about how often Predator's invisible in, like, the first half of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and she only sees him because he's holding up the bear and the blood, like, falls down on his outline of his body. Mm-hmm. And so then she kind of sees him better. But, um, yeah, that's a that's a really cool moment. Because every time I feel like I watch a Predator movie, I feel like most of the time until, like, the end, he's kind of, like, saving you <laughs> a little bit. Mm-hmm from other things so it's cool (laughs) um and then uh she's found by the half of the warrior clan uh her brother is looking for her elsewhere so the warriors kind of drag her back kicking and screaming dude they like they like fight she like they beat her up and she like beats on that guy oh yeah and he sucker punches her i thought that was low um but you know hashtag equality it's fine yeah whatever (laughs) One of the hunters stumbles into a trap laid by the predator, and then the predator kills all of the men in combat. Uh, but Naru is caught in a foothold trap, which is le- was left by one of the French fur traders. Uh, and the predator leaves her alone because he doesn't see her as a threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the French voyagers uh, capture her and her brother. Uh, I guess they already know about the predator, so they've set up several traps for him and naturally he just kills them all pretty easily her brother comes back on a horse with the help of the dog to distract him and gets a good few shots on the predator and she tries to help but the gun doesn't go off probably because she doesn't really know how to use a gun since this is 17 19 (laughs) and i don't think um they'd started trading firearms with the native americans yet right uh after the last of the fur traders is killed um, and her brother is killed, she decides to prove to the predator that she is a threat and they have their fight. She kills him. 
and she brings his head back to the tribe and she um, is honored with their um, victory call and she's declared their new war chief. And dang, <laughs> cool. So that's about it. That's that's about the plot. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. And um, well, here's my question: Is it like so? If someone brings the head of something. If you want to be the new war chief, do you have to go out and like find like an even worse predator and get their head and bring it back? Is it kind of like that? Do you think like a hierarchy? I, I think so. I think what her brother said is you hunt what is hunting you. So. Okay. So like, don't yeah. like it wouldn't, if they brought back a deer, that wouldn't really be sufficient, but because he, but because he brought back a mountain lion, that was. That hurt somebody. Yeah. Then yeah. Okay. That, um, that and then sense. she brought back the predator's head and they, he, he killed all of the hunters in the tribe. So <laughs> I think that's why she was declared the new war chief. Um, so I think it's something like that uh, in terms of hierarchy yeah. and how it works. Um, that makes sense. Um, I also love the fact that she brought the alien head and like, no one was like, what, what the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, it's bleeding, which is like, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> again, this is another production note, but I just have to say how much I loved the Predators, Predators blood. Glowy um, blood, yep. Yeah, as a contrast good. to all the traditional native garb, I just thought it was oh, she very was beautiful. so cool with it on it her was, face. Yeah, it was very oh, beautiful. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, I liked the story. It was very simple. I know reading the Wikipedia page, the director wanted to bring the franchise back to what the first movie was, which was just a fairly simple cat and mouse game. Yeah. Hunting and being hunted in the woods. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I guess this kind of worked out that way. Um, (laughs) And it it, like, no, it was like, it was a cat and mouse game, but I think that they added extra stuff and like squeeze some stuff in there. So therefore I feel like honestly the movie could have been a bit longer mm-hmm. or it could have been shorter and just the main focus could have been not on the colonizers, but just on predator. Yeah. I, I do agree. So the movie kind of loses its pacing a bit when um, Nairu and her brother are um, captured by the fur traders. And yes. I like that they included that historical bit because that adds like some real world historical terror to the plot. Yes, definitely. But I don't know. I I guess it was hinted at that the fur traders were there in the beginning when the dog's tail got caught in one of their traps. Mm -hmm. And she found that like cigar next to like the completely like desiccated um, like bison or buffalo. Yeah. So that angle could have been fleshed out a little more maybe even focus more on the threat of the fur traders before realizing there's something worse out there so maybe structuring it a bit differently no yeah I definitely agree with that and honestly yeah you're right in the beginning um if they had mentioned like they're the hunting parties are going out to like scout out where the colonizers are right now Mm -hmm. um instead of talking about the mountain lion which also is a threat but you know maybe both or or something else so yeah i agree with that for sure yeah like um maybe they thought their fallen comrade was killed by the fur traders which wouldn't be um 
out of character for colonizers at that time. Like, right. um, I, I don't know too much about Plains Indians, but I do know a little bit, not as much as we should. I, I tend to brag on my elementary school because I think we got a more robust education about Native Americans than yeah. the rest of America. Uh, yeah, definitely. Because the uh, reservation was like three miles from us. Oh, cool. But, you know, French fur traders are kind of shitty. Like, they started out fine when they first came, like, working with the Native Americans. But then you have these assholes who <laughs> just disrespect the bison. And that's very, you know, oh, Native that was Ameri- really shocking. <laughs> you know, Native Americans use every part of the animal and just to take the fur and leave the rest of it to rot. That's oh, very that disrespectful to the animal. I know. Yeah. And um, so she said a little um you know prayer um or something on the animal but yeah this uh this movie did have a lot of like animal death mm-hmm. and like I know they're supposed to like kill the animal and stuff but like I was like oh my gosh I can't I can't keep watching another animal die I know I was thinking about you uh, and your little uh vegetarianism watching yeah. this well, I'm not vegetarian because of animals, but I do care about animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, um, and especially the part when like Predator killed the wolf. Oh my God. That was my least favorite part. Oh yeah. That was gruesome. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, does anyone else like feel bad or is it just me? Like, there were a lot of gruesome deaths, but I feel like he just wolf ripped one. off the wolf's head. I know. He ripped his head and spine out of his body. <laughs> Jesus. Like everyone else got their heads nicely chopped off, but that poor wolf, he did something to the predator. I don't know what, but I feel bad. I know. I just feel bad. So I, that, that's why I'm really, really glad that the, um, the dog didn't die. Yeah. Cause yeah. I was, I was like, okay, it's coming. The predator is literally killing every animal in sight. <laughs> but, and I don't, I don't know if they've brought this up in previous yeah. movies because I've really only watched, um, the first one um it feels like they're establishing that the predator will only hunt you if he views you as a threat as a challenge which is why i feel like in the predator culture even though we've never had a movie that explores that maybe they have a tradition similar to the one presented with the comanche tribe that um you get high honors if you bring back something that's hunting you yeah definitely I think that would have been an interesting angle to explore as well. And I, I, I will keep repeating that probably throughout the episode because I'm tired and don't remember what I'm saying. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. But no, I totally agree. That would make a really excellent parallel for like, you know, just how, um, like the traditional, um, uh, you know, like those traditional roles of, Mm -hmm. you know, bringing back what's hunting you so that's excellent then making everybody safe making your community safe are there like female predators i think allegedly there is a female predator like was that a twist in one of the movies i heard that somewhere yeah let me google this shit female predator movie (laughs) uh yeah New Predator movie will be called Skull. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Skull was the um, fake title they were using for this movie while it was in development. Oh, well, this is a... 
it says it will feature a female. Oh, a female hero is not a female predator. It's the protagonist. So, oh. <laughs> well, well, um, this just tricked me. Ooh, what if? Okay, so they talked about wanting to do like a prequel to yeah. this one. What if the prequel involves like this predator, but it came to Earth originally with its like partner, its mate, and its <laughs> mate got killed by the fur traders. <gasps> tying well, it all together but yeah, yeah. no um <laughs> i like the inclusion of the fur traders because that's a nice historical element to include definitely but i think story-wise they could have been used a bit better because that little lull yeah right it slowed down there. the pace of the movie uh-huh it did a little bit and, and that's kind of, and also i watched it late and, and last night so that's why i was like oh like what's happening yeah <laughs> I, I mean i'm glad we got that lull because we did get a nice moment with naru and her brother um sari yeah. before he died um yes yes in the very cool moment of him riding the horse distracting the predator and them trying to take him down together mm-hmm. um and then that nice moment of it ends here for me before he died um, yes and, which, that, and yeah what they kept saying whenever it was time for like something to die like it ends here it ends now or something yeah. which i thought that was actually kind of cool <laughs> a very nice acceptance of death that's such a badass warrior thing to say though right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um so yeah the story is very simple it's going back to the roots of the predator franchise because I don't know, with science fiction, it's very easy for things to get very convoluted. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, overall, it was it was an okay movie. The the lull really kind of killed it for me. But also, I was like really focused on like the timing and also um, how the script was written, how everybody was speaking. Um, I think that could have been adjusted a little bit to, mm-hmm. to bring us more to let it allow it to be more immersive with the time Mm -hmm. Um, even if it was English maybe yeah you're right they were speaking in a really modern way yeah Um, and uh it it had it just had me questioning stuff yeah oh yeah but but it looked good to me it looked really good and the predator was really cool mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so I guess let's go ahead and get into production because this movie does have a lot of great production notes it's yes. being um, praised highly for its historical accuracy and um, portrayal of the Comanche tribe. Um, awesome. Yeah, basically the people behind the scenes had mm-hmm. giant binders of history pertaining to the tribe um, to help with costuming and all of that. And the costumes have been declared as very accurate uh, I, guess, I guess an original script for this didn't include the scene where Sari's riding the horse to fight the predator and someone read it. I can't remember who um, it might have been one of the actors said you can't have the Comanche and not have the horses because horses were a huge part of their culture. And I can see why, you know, a white person writing the movie might not initially want to include horses. Is that, you know, uh, whitewashing the Native Americans or. Right. Uh since um, we're just assuming there should be horses yeah yeah because there's native americans because, involved yeah yeah because um you know the native americans are not a monolith all the tribes were different yeah. if you know colonization never happened america wouldn't be 
I mean, the United States wouldn't be one country. It would probably be multiple countries split up by tribes. Right. So like yeah. the Cherokee very most likely did not have horses, but in the plains where horses are yeah. native, I think Mustangs are native to the Great Plains area. Right. Um, yeah. They would have tamed horses, which we all saw in uh, Spirit, the animated movie. <laughs> it's Stallion of the Cimarron. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I can never Absolutely. remember the M. Yeah. The, 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 I, the, I, the wasn't a, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't a horse girl, so that movie had no appeal to me. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I I saw it like once or twice. I owned it, but I wasn't like, I love horses. I want to put so I'm right there with you. <laughs> My friend, my friend was a horse girl, and that was like her favorite movie. So we oh, had to watch it. Of course, it was. Do you ever have like a mermaid person in your life? I was probably the mermaid person because I did <laughs> love The Little Mermaid, but like, but like I wasn't all mermaids. Like, yeah, no, I was never all mermaids. <laughs> all mermaids all the time. At at my very young age, I did have a very diverse film palette. So. That's good. That's always very good. <laughs> Like I was the one introducing my friends to horror movies when I was like 10 years old and I probably yeah. shouldn't have been watching them. Right. Yeah, exactly. And now they all are <laughs> probably slightly traumatized. Probably. They're still, they're like, probably still mermaid and horse girls. Like, God damn, it took me a really long time to no longer be traumatized by Texas Chainsaw 2003. Oh God. I think I'm still traumatized by Poltergeist. Um. That, that was my first one that that movie is like fucked up anyway like i feel mm-hmm. like if i watch it again i'll be like jesus this is disturbing what the hell were they thinking mm-hmm. but anyway yeah and texas chainsaw like jesus man <laughs> yeah it's fucking adult content because <laughs> um, you don't understand why it's happening yet sam <laughs> you were too young <laughs> Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie was filmed in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and I thought it was beautiful. Oh, me too. I was like, wow, like, we're, I was trying to figure out where they were in yeah. like the United States, like Utah or something. Yeah, this movie was absolutely beautiful. Um, just reading some more on the filming aspect. Um, the cast proceeded filming with four weeks of training camp, working with Ooh. weapons and personal trainers while Team building, they conceived a sign language for the characters to communicate non-verbally. Mid-Thunder had a particular focus on axe throwing, which is her weapon of choice in the movie. And that was really cool. So cool. She was like really, really good at axe throwing, man. Um, (laughs) So natural. Oh, yeah. uh, they And so because she had a focus on that, they added the rope for quick recovery. So that's another cool thing is that she had the rope and she could pull it back to her yeah that was really badass (laughs) uh let's see jane myers a member of both the comanche and blackfeet nation served as a producer on the film so that's probably um what helped have it be so historically accurate and um of course the tribe is played by all native american actors which yeah i'm just i'm glad that it's taken too long, but I am glad we have finally reached a point where we are getting true Native American representation in film and television. Uh, before this, Reserve Reservation Dogs came out, which I haven't watched yet, but that's a show that yeah. yeah, that's a show that focuses on um, Native American reservations and growing up in that on the, on the world, rims, yeah. um, which uh, I believe Mid Thunder is. A recurring character on that show i don't know her role but when i oh, googled cool. her that came up 
um, just compared to Twilight, which I would say <laughs> I was about to say compared I, to Twilight. Compared is... to Twilight, like Twilight, <laughs> just from you know being a white person yeah. with limited experience with um, Native American pulp culture, that is a huge representation of native american in mainstream culture however it's shitty representation and (laughs) the tribe hates stephanie myers and because like they haven't reaped the benefits of the series yet um if you look in the description of every episode we do have a link to their uh fundraiser move to higher ground because where their tribe is located they are at risk of flooding and natural disaster so they're trying to move to higher ground to preserve their culture and artifacts so please donate to that because that's a really important thing to donate to. But like you have this huge, huge like media piece of media that is Twilight and yes. your main Native American character who is huge to the series yes. is played by Taylor Lautner, who somehow isn't Native American. <laughs> He's not? No, I think he might have a very small amount like Johnny Depp claiming to be Cherokee amount. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Have to look and look into this right now because he has such. He does have a very tan complexion, and that's why I've seen Native Americans who are on the paler side talk about Taylor Lautner. Like, how does this fucking Welsh heritage boy look darker than me? Practically white with tan, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into his. Yeah. um what his heritage may be but yeah and then a full a complete misrepresentation of the tribe's beliefs when it comes to like i know they are connected to wolves in some way but not in the we're werewolves (laughs) sense right all all Uh, of them only just because and then of of course we also had johnny depp playing um the character in um the lone ranger which was oh. super controversial. And Johnny was like, well, I got approval from the uh, tribes and mm-hmm. I am like 128th Cherokee. I don't <laughs> so know how just... people come up with these like fractions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just no. Just get get somebody else who's not a white man. Johnny Depp is a white man. He's a Caucasian man. Anyway, I have Taylor Lautner's uh, ancestry. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, excellent. Sorry, I thought you, you didn't say anything. I was like, no, sorry, I was responding to uh, some people. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Loudner has Dutch, French, and German ancestry and has stated that he has, quote, distant Native American ancestry, specifically Ottawa and Potawatomi. I'm oh, sorry. Potawatomi. Potawatomi, thank you. Uh, both. Um, Ash, uh, I'm not even going to attempt that because I'll butcher it. But um, yeah, through his mother. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's Roman Catholic and grew up in Michigan. Woohoo! <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely Potawatomi and Ottawa. And then uh, that's yes. how I know so much is because Ojibwe, Potawatomi and Ottawa were the three fires, the three main tribes that uh, made up Michigan before it was Michigan. Yes, it says it's the Anishina Big. If, if you know that word, I, I don't it's remember. a group of it's a group of the indigenous peoples that represented the yeah. Great Lakes. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but anyway, distant, 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 Dutch, Super French, different. and German. Yeah, <laughs> the fuck. So okay. 
whatever. Like he's he's if he if he's telling the truth. <laughs> That's from Wikipedia. Yeah. So like take it with a grain of salt, but like I don't see why Wikipedia would want to lie. Mm-hmm. And and uh then having an, a full dub in the native language I think is so huge for Native oh, American awesome. representation in film and I'm just happy this movie exists for yes. that reason. Yeah, definitely. Oh, quick little fact. I was looking up Amber Midthunder mm-hmm. and she's in uh, 14 cameras. Not the first one, but the second one. Oh, is that is funny? She- yeah, she we reviewed Danielle. That. We reviewed 13 and 14. So she's a girl named Danielle. And oh my god, that was so long ago. It was a long time ago. I'll have to look up and see if there's a picture. She must have been one of the house girls in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh yep. <laughs> well, look at her now. Good for her. Yeah, she really came far, but she loves horror and stuff like that. So she might be a little a horror type person which we need more of those horror girls yeah um, and i thought the kills in this movie were very good very brutal which is what i expect from predator yeah geez yeah um i, I don't mind the kills with of like the people but i still am feeling upset about you're the still, animal kills. you're still I'm perturbed still of uh the wolf pertur- having his head ripped off perturbed yeah and also um his like he, predator had this like device where his that he was able to like melt the skin off his skull and just get the skull it's like whoa mm-hmm. that was kind of cool though but other than that really cool kills and i just i can't wait to talk about what you mentioned before all of the technology and weaponry that predator oh yeah we can have. talk about that um oh, gosh my favorite part of predator he had drones he had his heat seeking eyes <laughs> yeah um, he had his thing that he's known for, the arm thing. Yeah, the arm thing with the two claws that kind of comes yeah. out of his arm. So spear. Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess it was a little disappointing to not see a little more archaic technology on the predator end. Yeah, since this is set two hundred some years before the first movie. Yeah. Well, listen to this because this is something I noticed, and tell me if I'm wrong, but because I've only ever seen really like AVP. Uh, which isn't canon, but it's the same Predator character. Um, his shoulder cannon had like the, tri- it was like the triangle mm-hmm. and it shot three arrows, like metal arrows. Um, mm. But uh, in other movies, it's like a gun or like a explosion gun, it, it, but it's, it's not an arrows. So mm-hmm. I noticed that that was something that was different. I mean, Everything we did, else see, the, the we did yeah. see the three arrows when the first uh, hunter was killed. He was killed by three arrows, but I don't think we saw how those came out. Right, right. Um, but what I'm saying is in other movies, it's like the triangle and, and no arrows come out. It's just like, it's it's just like a target. Yeah. Um, with no arrows, it's like a gun or a bomb I, I, or a missile, something big and, and you know, like a big weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... That was the one thing I was like, huh, is that the same? Is that the one thing that's different? Yeah. But everything yeah. else, I think, was the I same. I mean, like the mask was different. The mask was a little mask. more archaic. Yes, but I do yes, wish yes. we just <laughs> saw a little more change with the yeah. weaponry. Oh, yeah, definitely. He even had that. Um, my One of my favorite things that he has is, like, that net that mm-hmm. he shoots it. And then it, like, 
it tightens up until it like goes through your skin. And I think that's like a really interesting thing <clears throat> that he has. Um, what about his shield? Does it look like it was metal, but it looked like almost it was made of wood. Um, that I know might have been different. I can't remember been... a shield. Yeah, because I can't remember a shield, but I'm looking at Predator with, with a shield. And I guess it's the same. I, I don't know. I'd have to like rewatch a movie, but you know, it opened and closed. It was cool, but it was a bit small. So maybe that was like a prototype. I'm not sure. So I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here a little bit with like a couple of things he had. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember like a shield in the newer ones though. Does the printer yeah. have a shield? Uh, yeah. It's attached to his wrist. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, and what else? You mentioned like that the shield looked older. Uh, yeah. He had a spear. He had drones. I thought the drones were, yeah, drones. Definitely. May- maybe it, it's all going back to the drones. Yeah. The drones felt very modern. Like yes, too modern. yeah. I was surprised that he did have the drones that were like the bombs, but I was surprised that they were so weak. Like they should have mm-hmm. taken out. Usually, from what I remember. Um, his drones or like maybe one drone or bomb it's like a nuclear bomb mm-hmm. <laughs> something but maybe it wasn't they didn't make it like that yet so we had the little ones he was trying to test everything out so yeah good point um i think that's i think that's all he really had going for him you know all his little little weapons there but that yeah. very cool stuff though i, I always like seeing all his cool gadgets He's definitely one of the more fun characters. And yeah. fuck me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first Predator movie where we have a final girl. Oh, Very I, I thought about that the whole time. I thought about that the whole time. And I was like, oh, there's a final girl. Um, and AVP Predator essentially saves uh, the female protagonist and she survives. But I wouldn't call her a final girl because mm-hmm. Predator is working with her. So it doesn't count. Yeah. You know I consider I mean? enemy. I I don't have an official definition in front of me, but I personally consider final girls to be, you know, the main girl that kind of fights back and saves herself. Yes, definitely. So she is the final girl. Yeah, so she might be the first final girl in the Predator franchise. Good for her. I know. I can't believe she killed Predator. Like some of the time like during the movie I was like if she kills Predator, like he's not the only Predator, right? So every Predator mm-hmm. is actually a different Predator. Yeah. <laughs> So, so maybe that's another reason I wish the technology was a little more archaic to put them more so on the same playing field. Yeah. You know, keep him still advanced. Right. But not so advanced that it's indistinguishable from the predator we meet 200 years from now. Right. Yes, exactly. They basically look pretty much the same like with like what we stated to the two differences that we kind of like talked about or three differences very small. The only big one was like the helmet Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, um pew, 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 pew. what else? Anything else? I don't. I think that's all I have. If we want to break down the realistic aspects, uh, um, realistic aspects, White colonization, colonization, <laughs> colonialism. And uh, can I just say, thank goodness we were not colonized by the French because those guys were assholes. Yeah, and they're like bumbling idiots too. Yeah. Apparently, uh, maybe if they want to do another one set in this like general time period maybe the next predator could be like predator 1776 <laughs> where we could get like yeah 
that could be an interesting take because I just I don't know how if they said it only one year before this one, I don't know how you could really distinguish the two. There would be no real difference, really. Yeah. So like if they wanted to do a sequel to this one where it's like 60 years in the future and we're in the American Revolution time period. Yeah. Or um, Civil War time period. Because I'm very pro like horror not taking place in the modern day. Yeah, me too. It, it helps take away the her her just use your soul phones critique. <laughs> right, definitely. And it, it's kind of a breath of fresh air because everything is set in present time, you know, for the most part. Oh, quickly back to production. I am disappointed yeah. this did not get a full theatrical release or a hybrid release because uh, I would yeah. have liked seeing it on the big screen. Yeah, actually, that's a, that's an interesting point because I now I do recall that it really just came out on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's yeah. see. Colonization's a real horror show. Um, oh God, not it's, being like, able, bison. yeah, <laughs> um, not being able to do what you want with your life is a real horror show. Yeah, having to get, wake up every morning and like go find like food and flowers and stuff. Like, oh gosh, mm-hmm. she was really annoyed with that. <laughs> getting getting stu- up, getting stuck in a mud pit. <gasps> that was, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. That was terrifying. I was like, oh my god. And um, I like how it came back when she killed the predator, getting him stuck in a mud pit. Everything that she did, I, I can't even like, I can't even harp on it because it was all very clever how she mm-hmm. got him. So yeah, I can't yeah. even say shit because she did well. <laughs> I can't say, well, well, she, you know, this shouldn't have happened. No, she like really, she really got him good. <laughs> uh, so now they're going to bring, they're going to send another predator that's better than that one. <laughs> Oh yeah, that would be Keep fun. Leveling up the predator, but um, yeah. So, uh, have coming upon like an entire herd of skinned buffaloes that are like dead in the field. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty, pretty terrifying, like, but also awful because that really happened. So it awful. really happened. Like God. bison are pretty much like extinct. I mean, they're like in, not, for they're in they're, danger. They're endangered, they're still bison. and they're still endangered because of like this whole yeah. period of time. I know they're like such a sweet I mean they're not sweet and gentle but they're very sweet and they're important yeah um you know so like geez yeah buffalo bison it kind of depending on the region but like almost the same animal we killed all of them except for like three and they're struggling what a waste I know when I went on my honeymoon I stayed on um like a preservation like it was a bison preserve um and they just like roamed freely there and it was really really cool but you know, like that—that's where we're at. <laughs> we have to like preserve them. <laughs> mm-hmm. They can't roam freely by themselves. Um, they need to be looked after. So um, that's where we're at with that. So that's the real horror show. <clears throat> uh, let's see. No one believing you when you say that you saw something else out there. And, and I got like, oh well, I have to check on that. Like, yeah, I, I got I got frustrated one. for her because <laughs> you know too. this isn't a modern horror movie, so you can't just take a picture of the thing you see and be like, see, <laughs> right? And they're like, well, the footprint was really big. They're like, oh, it was a bear, and it's like, uh, uh, shit. How can you know? bears don't have glowing <laughs> green blood? Last I checked, I know. Yeah, so it's this whole thing where it's like, God, they just don't believe you because you're a woman. So what you're, you say really doesn't have any clout. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Well, I guess like aliens, like possibly existing. Do aliens exist? Sam, do you believe in the existence of aliens? The universe is too big for there not to be aliens. I agree with that as well. So 
the aliens and like seeing what and you don't know what it is and it's an alien like holy shit <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm not even the predator i mean like a space like a spaceship you know what i yeah. mean that yeah. would have been like definitely something uh-huh. especially in that area too man like the 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 plains of like the midwest america i feel like that's where it's so flat that you can just see the sky for miles right mm-hmm. um so even in the day or the night, whatever. So that's something that could be terrifying to some people. And then, yeah, the predator um, itself is very scary. So, yeah, I think that that's everything. I think that's all I have for real. <laughs> your brother dying. Okay. That's, that's upsetting, Aww. but I know. <laughs> but your dog does not die. He's a very good dog. Mm-hmm. Good that's dog. A very good dog. And that is the real horror show of prey. I give it a meh. Um, but that doesn't mean that it was a bad movie. That just she was being really a hater. Movie. <laughs> I'm just such a hater. But um, yeah, I yeah. give it a fuck me up. I loved it. I thought it was great. Excellent. Yeah, we'll go see it. It's on Hulu. I can't believe it actually came out this year. I was like thinking it was like last year, but like this year it's been so fast, but also like very long. I don't know. We're gonna have <laughs> so, to dang. um assuming yeah. you have Amazon Prime, we need to watch the US remake of Goodnight Mommy. Yeah, and um, maybe we can talk about something else off mic, like a suggestion regarding movies that are on, um, like Amazon Prime. But yeah, I've got, I basically got it all now, somehow. So yeah, yeah, let's do that because that would be perfect follow up for our original review of Goodnight Mommy. So if you guys haven't listened Uh to that, it's a doozy. It's it's there. (laughs) Check it out. They're all doozies. You want to wrap this bitch up? Yeah, if you, if that's what you would like, you are the you are my boss. You are the director, so you you just tell me what you want. Okay, so I've got the outro right here. <laughs> no, I'm not your boss. I'm nobody's boss. Oh, I man. say with a uh, with a pipe in my mouth. We got I... we were um, we were <laughs> Professor Plum and Miss Scarlet for Halloween, so we ordered um, really some fake cool. pipes off of. Amazon and got two yeah. so one's at my desk now to make me super important yes definitely and then and then as you sit there with the pipe and you're just like <laughs> messaging me like can you please get me pictures of spider-man <laughs> it's like all I can think of when you were like someone has a pipe or like a cigar it's like get me pictures of spider-man <laughs> so <laughs> that's the real horror show trying to get pictures of spider-man when you are spider-man <laughs> Is that a horror movie? No, it's a superhero <laughs> movie. You don't even you don't like think it's those. Scary. <laughs> what? Wait, you, you say you don't like those movies? No, I said you don't like superhero movies. I don't like superhero movies. I don't like the idea of superhero movies, but I like I like those Spider Man movies because they're so I because mean, Willem Dafoe's in it. That's why I like it. I mean, we could uh, make the argument they're directed by Sam Raimi, so they're horror adjacent. That's what I was saying. It's horror adjacent. The Green Goblin's scary. Yeah. Willem Dafoe's in a bunch of horror movies. Mm -hmm. Bruce Campbell's in it. Uh huh. Like, the movie. So, anyway, and Tobey Wire's a fucking lunatic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I don't see how it can't be a horror movie, honestly. All right. So, anyway. Okay, here's the outro. Let me wrap up. Let me clear my throat first and get ready. Okay, I love my water in the other room. So, Real Horror Show was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is directed by Sam Odie. 
Today, we learned that you should always believe a woman if she says she sees something out there other than the bear and the mountain lion, for sure, because it might be, you know, a really dangerous predator. All right. Did, did we learn anything, anything else that we can take with us? Um, <laughs> stop killing dogs. Point. Yeah. Um, when you're going to kill any animal, make it quick and painless, please, and don't rip their head and head and spine out. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay. But anyway. Like what you hear, you can find Real Horror Show on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Store, Stitcher, iTunes, and Pandora. Really, really like what you hear? Follow us on Twitter at Horror Show Pod or search for Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at Real Horror Show. Like our page and share our stuff. We also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcasts can be found, realhorrorshow.com. Want to interact with us? Want to make sure we're real humans, not space vampires? Comment on our website or email us at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> Sorry. Want to argue with us about something? Or think you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet? Submissions are open for movie reviews. Check out the submit page on our website and follow the rubric before sending us anything. If it's not done according to the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not Sorry. We love horror, and if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website, where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wish list. If you feel like buying something tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would. Also, you can find the Buy Us a Coffee button on our website. It's a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. Sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily, and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. Um, Any other pertinent news? I I don't have any other pertinent news. Guessing you don't either. Okay, I'll keep going. Our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. And this is Real Horror Show signing off. Forgive me, I was muted because I was typing something. No, I don't have any news. I, I responded to you and then you acted like I didn't say anything. <laughs> you were probably saying something really super important. You're just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, Sam has nothing to no, add. I don't have anything to add. Uh, yeah, fuck off and have this <laughs> Enjoy. Bye bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>